All right, guys. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Ask JT and Celeste. I'm one of your hosts, JT, and I'm here with the lovely Celeste. And we're here to answer any questions that you have around love, sex, and dating. And we're super excited. This is the third episode, and we're just going to jump right into it. So, Jante, how was your week? Uh, my week was okay. It was decent. I, I can't complain. You know, this week I finally stuck to it and converted. Converted? Yeah. Converted to what? I'm no Islam? longer. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm no longer eating red meat. Also, Presbyterian. Yeah. Precipitarian. Pre- pre- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm a precipitarian. <laughs> nice. What made you decide to go over? Um, change your diet? I, you know, cows are my favorite animal. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I just can't do it anymore. And plus, you know, health reasons. You yeah. Know, I, red meat is not, not good for you. Okay. And I just can't do it anymore. I could believe that. But the whole loving cows, like I know cows are your favorite animals, but come on now, you're 33. If you really gave a damn, <laughs> you would have converted a long time ago. Well, you know, fish is expensive. <laughs> True. True. I can finally afford it now. <laughs> okay. Pockets matching up to the lifestyle. Yeah, pockets matching up to the lifestyle. Goals. Now. Goals, I must say. <laughs> How was your week, baby? Um, my week was pretty good. I was uh, in a birth most of the week or for, you know hours on in during this week um so it was really just being in a birth and then recuperating from that so i, I yeah. want to be in one of those births really yeah i want to be there i want to be your assistant doula oh that'd be kind of awkward but <laughs> sure <laughs> no nah, i want to be in there i'm i'm gonna keep notes i'm gonna have a notepad i'm, I'm just want to be in there uh, i don't think that's a good idea because the point of, you know, giving birth is to be completely comfortable and relaxed. And if someone's, some niggas sitting in the corner taking notes around your vagina, that's kind of weird. You know? <laughs> no pictures. I'm not taking no pictures. No but pictures. But still, the notes, note taking is kind of awkward too. And it, I don't feel like they would be completely comfortable enough to let that oxytocin flow so baby can get out. You can give them a discount. I'm sure somebody will let me in there. Well, I'm not going to be the one to figure that nah, out. No, nah, one day I'll, I'll be in my own birthing room. Yeah, it, it would be more natural that way, right? Yeah, you, know, you and me. You're supposed will... to be there. It's your kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and me will be in there, and it will, I'll be your doula. No, I'd rather have another doula. I do want you there, but doulas don't take the place of the partners. So. What about moms? Um, If it's a home birth, which I would ideally like, they can be there. If it's a home birth, they can oh, how many in the meal. How many people you want there in a home birth? Not that many, but I would have a role for everybody. So, yeah, the mom mamas could be in there making food for to keep people's energy up because the births are really long. What's so. my role? to be like helping me you need to be right there next to me this whole time because you got me into this shit <laughs> i'm not gonna leave your side <laughs> okay. i promise i'm not gonna leave your side good i'm gonna be there holding your hands uh, i'm gonna have that cool towel right on your forehead <laughs> i'm gonna be rubbing my fingers through your hair i'm gonna take care of you i promise perfect that sounds great I got so, you covered. But yeah, no, I don't want that many people there because it's not a spectator. Birthing isn't a spectator sport, you know, which is why I don't want you there on other people's births taking notes. But, but <laughs> you know, it's all doesn't matter because I'm going to pay for a doula anyways. I'm going to get you a doula. Uh, is, is it going to be a doula we know? I probably, I mean, I have a lot. Of, I know a lot of doulas because I'm just, it's my profession. So, you know, um, but yeah, you'll get to know the person for sure. So yeah. Yeah, are they gonna treat me like an outcast because I'm the the guy? 
No, no, doulas are there to actually, I, at least for me as my doula, I do, if the person, the birthing person has a partner, I make sure that, um, the, if anything, like the partner is the main source of comfort and support, you know, I just support the partner and supporting the birthing person. So, and most doulas have that same philosophy. So are you allowed to talk about your patients or I, your, your customers? I'm not going to say their name. No, it's like, no, but can you talk about situations? Um, I guess I haven't really done that on a podcast platform, <laughs> but because I well, because I was interested in what you said earlier this week. You said that the guy stepped up, and I, I want to know what he did so I can do that. Yeah, no, he was just there to like really support her. She was just concerned that she, he wasn't going to support her the way that she thought he would, and you know, he was very supportive, like. Um, Holding her hand, breathing her through it, you know, um, talking her down through each contraction and stuff. So, yeah, he was just very present. And I guess that's all you can really ask from anyone who's in the birthing room is just to be present. Because at the end of the day, it's the birthing person who's doing all the work, right? But everyone there is just being present to, like, support them through each contraction and um, anything that comes up. So we just gonna forget about the guy, like the guy. We get PTSD looking at that. You didn't. The baby didn't ruin the vagina. Okay, JT. <laughs> the baby didn't ruin the vagina. I mean, PTSD is a bit. Ex- oh no, it can't be extreme because there are people like black women are dying at a ex- astronomical rate at birth. So I can't see like if your partner does die and like you know giving birth, I can see how that is PTSD. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but I mean the vagina is a muscle. And it goes back and expands, it tie-ins, it loosens, you know? So there's nothing being, like, ruined in childbirth at all. And that's kind of a terrible way to look at it. Side note, me and my t- mom, were we, we always wanted to start a charity. Oh, yeah? I think I can convince my mom to uh, help me out with uh, paying for black women's doulas. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think that would be a, a nice thing to do. Yeah. I think so. I think all black women need a doula in their birth. Yeah. And just a a birth team that isn't racist, essentially. <laughs> so yeah. we just I just want a picture of the mom, the dad, and the baby at the end of it. You, you think they would mind that if I, I pay for their doula? I mean, the thing about like when you're supporting people, it's not about what you're going to get in return. So yeah, if they do want to give you a birth, a picture, sure. But like... I don't think you should make it mandatory because what the fuck? Like, if you're going to support them, just support them without wanting something back in return. This is the Rio's doula charity. <laughs> okay. But still. I want a picture of the damn baby. Oh, right. Give me a picture. Of, I'm paying. Give charity, me a picture okay? of the baby. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, maybe you can get that in the works. I think that um, a lot of people could definitely use that support. So. Yeah, I can, and I can write it off on taxes. All right. So we're just going to jump right into the questions. Um, <laughs> let's start off with a discussion question, actually, that Vala sent in. And they asked, have you ever ghosted someone? Um, I think this is a really great question because I feel like everyone has been you know, either ghosted or the ghostee. So, JT, have you ever ghosted someone? Yes. I am the king of ghosting. All right. I, I ghosted someone for you, matter of fact. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, and I still well. haven't talked to that person. And I see them. As you should. I see them on, you know, social media. But I still haven't talked to them. And I, I kind of feel bad that I ghosted this person. Yeah. But you were worth it. So, I, I ain't going back. You were, you were hella worth it. I just I just stopped talking to them. 
completely. Really? So why can't you just tell them that you wanted it to, you know? Um, I don't know how you tell someone. Like, it's so much. Eh, this is so. I'm gonna. What I'm about to say is wrong. Okay. And I know it's wrong, but it's just so easier just to stop talking to someone than to tell them that hey, um, mm-hmm. I I think I I may be in love. <laughs> You didn't have to tell them that. You, you, but then how, exactly. I don't know what I'm saying then. <laughs> I damn. I mean, that's kind of harsh to be like, actually, I'm in love, so fuck you. No, <laughs> Pretty much. Because I, I knew it instantly, and this is before but we I even... But I guess you, are you, you said you're still friends on social media? I'm still friends on social media. Like... Still haven't talked to this person until this day. Wow. We've been together for a while. Still haven't talked to this person. Wow. I ghosted him before we were, we were even official. Oh, okay. Because I, I knew, I knew immediately that, yeah, I'm going to invest my time in this girl. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a 100% person, you know. Yeah. I'm going to give you my all or nothing. Yeah, we talked about that in the last yeah, episode. Yeah, we talked about in, in the last episode. <laughs> we talked about this already. I'm a 100% person. I mm-hmm. want to give you my all. I want to show you my all. I don't want to mm-hmm. half-ass it. Okay. Because you might not like half-ass JT. Mm-hmm. 100% JT and half ass JT are two different people. That's true. Yeah, no, I've definitely ghosted someone in the past. Um, multiple people. Honestly, I've been most of the people. I like, I've almost always have been the person that's ghosting someone other than being ghosted. Um, and I, I give the ghost, I ghosted a couple of people for you too, actually. Not going to lie. Damn right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, to one of them, I would say that I do kind of wish. I just feel like it was interesting because I did want to. I did want to say like, hey, you know, um, I appreciate what we had going. It really wasn't that serious. It was just, it was just fucking. So I didn't really feel like. Which most of the people that have ghosted, it was just that. So I never really felt like I owed them more than that. You know, well. Oh damn, I sound like an asshole, but <laughs> I did ghost them, but. I did want to say, hey, like, um, I did want to end it, but just time kept going on. And I was like, damn, it's been three months. Like, how do you say something now? You can't go back. Yeah, you can't go back. For me, it was just like the last person that I ghosted. I would say it was just a time thing. It was like we hadn't talked in so long. But I was like, how do you, yeah, how do you bring that back up? Like, hey, I know I haven't talked to you in three months, but I'm done with this like you know you might as well just just stop yeah you know keep not talking to them so but i've definitely have been more on the i'm ghosting other people versus and i'm not proud of, i'm not even saying that to be like proud of it or like an ego it might be a little bit of ego but <laughs> it's not ego for me at all i feel bad really yeah I, and I, I don't plan on talking to this person maybe they reach out to me but i'm gonna be cordial and friendly but I don't, you know, like I, this. This is it. Like we're done. We were done. Like mm-hmm. once I met you, like it was it. Like, I. But I don't ever plan on reaching out to this person. Maybe they ask me why, and I'll tell them. Mm-hmm. And they should already know because I still follow them on social media. Yeah, they should know. You know, all the pictures I post of you and me, all the things, this freaking podcast we started. Yeah. You know, they should know now. But I don't plan on t- talking to this person at all. Yeah, I guess the reason why I don't feel bad is because the people that I haven't ghosted, where I have just told them straight up, like, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, or like, I'm good on this, or let's break up. For me and my person, it's always ended bad. Like, I've been stalked for like like three months. Yeah, Yeah, they were like an asshole to me afterwards. So for me, I think when I've, the times that I have ghosted people, it was really just to protect my own sanity and my own, like, you know, 
just to protect myself, really. And so I kind of feel like that's the reason why I've ghosted some people in the past. So. Have you? Let me ask you this though: Have you ever been ghosted? Um, I don't think so. And if I have it, I don't think it really affected me the way <laughs> because I, I really don't remember. I think the one thing that could have been a ghosting. I think there was someone who was like show. It was like on co- on a college campus. They were showing me interest, and then for some reason they just kind of stopped. But I didn't think anything of it because it wasn't like we were tech. We didn't have each other's numbers or anything like. So, no, I don't think I've ever really been ghosted. So, have you been ghosted before, JT? Yeah, I have been ghosted, and it did not feel good. Yeah. Yeah. There is uh, there was this girl, a bartender. And it's it's not like you know I don't I know you're not supposed to talk to the bartender she gets hit she gets hit on all the time, mm-hmm. but this bartender I had talked to several times, and I you know I talked to her over periods of time, and I don't want to say her name but T you know who I'm talking <laughs> about T you're out there so T I got really drunk one time, and I just worked up the courage to ask T the number we talked for a week. You know, we had plans at the end of the week to go get some ramen. And then at the end of the week, T just disappeared. And then, you know, like three, four months later, I see T got a boyfriend, pregnant, you know, pregnant. Yeah. So T obviously had somebody on the mm-hmm. side, you know, somebody she was serious No, you with. was on the side. Yeah, right? I, yeah I was the side. <laughs> T obviously had someone that she was more interested in. And I'm not mad at her, mm-hmm. but I wish she would have just not gave me her number like she, she gave me her number so you know like as a bartender you can just say no yeah you know there was no pressure but I feel like that's the same thing where if you've ever ghosted someone else you could just say no you know yeah but like she could have said no when i asked for a number yeah like you know just say no you know but i'm, I'm not upset with her mm-hmm. i totally understand yeah but i kind of see why probably she didn't want to say no because if you're especially if you're a regular you know her and stuff and like I said, when I tell people no, or like when I've like tried to be direct about ending something, like sh- terrible shit happened. I was stalked, or like I was just like, you know, yeah, really stalked or like treated badly, you know. So I do sometimes feel like women or femmes or like vulnerable people. Sometimes, yeah, it can, we we do want to just say no, but like we also have to kind of like in our minds think about. What could go wrong if I tell this nigga no? You know what I mean? No. Like if I and I get it. Yes, you probably wouldn't have done that. Yeah, but like I wouldn't have done that. Have to, I, I'm okay like, with saying no. You yeah. say no, I'm like okay, sorry. But yeah, you're on. just like you're not the rule, right? You might be the exception. I'm the exception. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you got to think about it that way. So you want to jump into some more questions? Yeah, let's let's definitely jump into some more questions here. Okay, cool. Um, let's look here. So they didn't leave a name. Um. So, yeah, recently I went over to a new SO for the first time and I was shocked. She lives with two other roommates and the house itself looked, you know, well kept up. But when I entered her room, it was just a complete mess. Me going over to her place that day was unexpected. She did warn me her room was a bit of a mess, but that was an understatement. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um... She had piles of clothes everywhere on the floor, dirty plates, just random trash all over. I didn't even know where to stand or sit. I'm not some clean, neat freak that cleans the house every day, but seeing that was kind of a turnoff. I feel like this shows how lazy a person is. Do you guys think I'm overreacting, especially, oh, overreacting? Especially since 
we barely started dating. It has been on the back of my mind ever since, and I'm not sure if I should bring it up in a conversation. I just can't see myself being with such a person um, long term if this is the norm for them. How do I tell a new asshole to clean her place? I do notice that women's rooms are always dirtier than guy rooms. I know, like, the, the media, the, the mainstream roll. media <laughs> likes to portray guys as being the messy ones. But y'all girls are just a mess sometimes. What, what's what's going on? I can't even answer this question. This is a Celeste question all the way. I mean, first of all, I'm not going to speak on behalf of every woman. Or speak, every I want fan. you to speak on behalf of, behalf um, of every woman. Not going to do it. I'm going to answer this question, though. <laughs> And um, the person who wrote in, um, I honestly feel like if you see a red flag, especially this early in the relationship, um, then like take heed, like that is a real red flag for you because it's not, that's clearly this person. They're just not very clean. Um, And if they're not that clean like this and that really bothers you, it's probably not going to change tomorrow or three months from now or if you guys do decide to like um make it you know serious or whatever um if you guys decide to make it serious it's not going to change so if this is bugging you like this now then maybe it is time to just not ghost this person but tell this person (laughs) that hey i don't think this is going to work because if it's bugging you that you're writing in then I mean, and these ask, how do I tell a new SO to clean her place? I feel like I've said this in the past two podcasts. You can't make anyone do anything. (laughs) So if they're not clean like that, maybe you can bring it up. But I feel like if this is just really like wearing on your psyche, then maybe you don't need to be with this person. No, I I think this person needs to tell this person. Like, I think so. Okay, let, let me take a step back. I am a strong believer of shaming people what (laughs) i am a strong believer of shaming people i think you you don't want to straight up shame her but you say hey damn your room is kind of messy like you might want to drop like a hint like just say it like damn your room is kind of messy and she'll get i think she'll get the hint and and you don't stop there you help her clean it you be like, yeah, you pick up a little bit of piece there. Does it sound wrong? Does it sound bad? I'm like giving him this look crazy. Yeah, you're looking at me pretty rough right Keep now. Keep going, though. Keep digging that hole. You shame her a little bit. Yeah, you get her to clean that room. And every time you come over, that room will be clean in the future. Okay, I don't really feel like shame gets anyone anywhere. <laughs> shame gets... Shame... It, yeah. Y'all, what are you talking about? Everybody shames everybody every every day. Yeah, but this shouldn't be the norm of, like, relationships. Like, I don't know. I don't want to be in a relationship where I feel like I have to, I'm walking on eggshells because this person might put me down. That's no. literally what you're saying. No. Th- like, it- act this way or I'm going to put you down. That's no, literally what you're no, saying, no, 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 the, the only problem here seems to be a messy room. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. Like if that person is that if that's the way that person lives, it's up to you to choose if you want to live with that or not. And if you don't want to live with it, just break and it's super early in the relationship. They went on like I don't, think I don't even they didn't say how many dates, but But this they is definitely, significant other, so it's a little bit more serious. I would assume a few dates. Do you guys is it I don't know. I feel like somewhere in here they said that it was kind of new. Recently I went over and I was shocked. The recently? No, no, no. It was a complete mess. Me going over the place was unexpected. I just can't see myself being... Wait, where did it... 
especially since we barely started dating yeah. barely started you really want to start a relationship shaming the other person you feel like that's okay jt i feel like you should shame her a little bit for cleaning her room like and then it would not only help your relationship it would help your her future relationships this is for the benefit maybe of the woman. you can be like hey i don't your room was a little messy and it just kind of like stuck with you know it kind of rubbed me the wrong way and I don't know if I want to continue this relationship you're, with you. You're is saying that shaming? The, you're saying the exact thing is I'm saying. <laughs> you're saying the exact thing I'm saying, just a little bit nicer. <laughs> <laughs> that is shaming. <laughs> you just said the exact same thing I said, but just a little bit extra words. <laughs> I feel like I don't think that oh maybe that shit fuck maybe that is shaming. and it's okay I think just a little bit of shaming is okay it's it's not a personal attack it's not a personal attack on her body but it's that's what shaming attack. is though it's a personal attack like it's like you're doing this and this is unacceptable like that's a we do that all the time yeah but that's you're not their parent though especially when you were saying help them clean I'm not your mama I'm not gonna help you clean shit if you're not already cleaning then Dude. I'm gonna bounce like the fuck we shame as people all the time we just don't realize it. we don't call it shaming yeah but that doesn't we mean we need it, to continue to do note, it we call it canceling we call it canceling <laughs> every time you cancel somebody that's shaming yeah, oh shit no you're right but that's the thing like i kind of feel like cancel culture is just as bad just because it's a norm doesn't mean that we should just keep going with it i feel like if it is normal for us to like if we're in a shame or cancel culture that i think that shit needs to be called out too um and i don't know how do i tell my new so to clean her place Again, I feel like if you're just uncomfortable, maybe you just don't go over there. And eventually they're going to be like, hey, why don't you ever want to come to my house? You'd be like, hey, it's dirty. <laughs> and that's still shaming. That's still shaming, I think. No, no, no. I feel like shaming is saying, hey, you are a dirty person. You're a bad person because you're dirty. That is shaming. I feel like saying, hey, I don't want to go to your house. <laughs> <laughs> like, is that shaming? No, just, I don't feel comfortable with your house. I don't know. Honestly, I don't feel like you should say anything. I just feel like you just, especially since it's new, I just don't think you should just continue the relationship because, I mean, like, I get it. Like, I'm no. not 100% a clean freak either, but I I feel like I'm more of a clutter. You're, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, I, I my There's shit is a cluttered. There's a difference between clutter and <laughs> fucking filthy. Yeah, I'm just cluttery, but I'm not filthy. And it sounds like this is filthy. And honestly, I don't feel like it's your job to like teach people to clean up after themselves. It's not your job to like help people clean or like whatever. I feel like it's your job to be like, I'm not comfortable in this situation, so I'm going to leave. So honestly, I don't even know if this this relationship is going to continue. <laughs> I don't think it should. Because no, don't do what JT said. No, don't go in there trying to clean for somebody. Cause I'm then trying going, to heal the relationship. I'm trying to bring them closer together. But not by doing the work that they need to be doing on their own. That's not healing nothing. That's just... I, I believe in love. I'm, I'm a hopeless romantic. That's not love. That's not romantic. <laughs> cleaning up after people. The fuck? <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. You're right. I, mean, I, don't, I just don't want them to break up. 
I'm I like, don't know why. I just don't want them to break up. Like, we're like on the other end. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they said it's a new relationship. And again, if you're just dating someone, I feel like that kind of goes in what we were saying last week. Like, I feel like if I'm just dating someone, I don't need to go into your house to clean up after you if we're just dating. Dating is just getting to know you, how you live in, how I'm living. Is this going to mesh? Nope. Bounce. I'm gone. I'm not going to sit here and like go above and beyond if we're just dating. Okay. <laughs> and clean your shit. The fuck? All right. All right. So we said what we had to say. Okay. We're with two opposites on this. Even though it, in the middle of somewhere in between there, you agree with my shaming kind of a little yeah. bit. We're opposites on this one. So, yeah, you you, you listen to us. Make your choice. Mm-hmm. So we'll just jump into the next question. So I recently met this one girl and we agreed to hang out this weekend. However, she ended up not responding to one of my messages yesterday or respond to the iMessage we were playing. We were playing. I did see her typing a reply, but I never got one. IDK, I'm not great with people. I don't know that well, so I don't want to be weird in double text if that makes sense. I have a lot of anxiety when it comes to these sort of things. When is it okay to double text someone? And this message was sent in by Frank. You, you want me to answer this first? Yeah, go ahead. I'm always okay with double texting. I fucking quadruple text. You know me. I, I'm texting the fucking wall of text before you even respond. It, you just, just fucking send your heart. I don't give a fuck. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. It, it doesn't matter to me. I'm, I'm okay. always okay with double texting. I actually 100% agree with you. I don't think there's anything wrong with double texting. Um, I'm trying to get an answer. I'm trying to get some clarity here. And honestly, I totally understand when no answer is an answer, right? But I do sometimes feel like a double text is okay. You know, sometimes I know I'm terrible at remembering to respond back or I get so, I don't know, I got like a attention span of a goldfish. So I'll look at a text message and then something else will pop up and I'll forget to respond back. So I think sometimes people do really overthink this whole um double texting thing like i do feel like people overthink it a lot and just send the extra text just to confirm the next date so that you're not wasting your time they're not wasting their time and be cool with it if they don't respond after that then that's definitely uh no answer is an answer type of situation no that, that's so, a ghost yeah that's a ghost <laughs> let's exactly. go back to that first Ooh. question that's a ghost <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you, JT. I don't really feel like there's no, double texting is I don't, an issue. Yeah, I don't believe in texting rules. Yeah. Can you think of any other rules? I, I feel can't. like the reason why people are afraid to double text is this, it's this whole like thirsty thing, right? Like, oh, I'm coming off as thirsty. I'm, I'm thirsty if I want you. <laughs> I am thirsty if <laughs> I want you. I'm trying to water. Yeah. I am thirsty as fuck if I want you. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see you as much as I can. Really, I want to like, talk to you as much as I can. What is what's like the underlining word for thirsty? I feel like that's just being vulnerable. That's like being like putting yourself fully out there, and people are afraid to do that, you know. And if you really like this person, just a double text won't hurt you. Like it's fine. Your face might get cracked, but you're good. <laughs> just yeah, pick just, it up. Just do it. Just yeah, pick it up. Do it. <laughs> Put it back together. <laughs> do it. All right. Let's do the third question. Um, this question is from Jordan. So I met this guy on Tinder and he wanted to pick me up for our date that we were supposed to have. I have super strict old school parents. He told me that he wanted to meet my parents before we went on the date. Is it weird that he wanted to meet my parents at the time 
he met me? Is it a red flag or am I just overreacting? I don't think I have the real, I don't think I have like the normal guy's answer or the normal person's answer because I wanted to meet your parents from the beginning. Like I, I am so for meeting parents. I want to know where you came from, who you look like. So I'm always down to meet the parents immediately as soon as you can. Like I know I wanted to meet your parents in the very beginning and I and I have met your parents, and your freaking parents are freaking awesome. I, Sam and Kay are awesome. I, I love them. What do you think? Um, as someone who came from super strict old school parents, um, I can I honestly see where you're like having some anxiety around that because again, my parents were super strict. I mean, I went to like abstinence camp in high school. You like went to abstinence camp. Yes, you never told me this before. I never told you this before. No. Yeah, I went to abstinence camp like a couple summers in a row. And so like, for me, like dating was very like taboo. Sex and dating was very taboo to my parents. Uh, I mean, for me, I felt like it was kind of like this. I didn't want to talk about it. I kind of wanted to keep it on the low. I mean, I wasn't really dating that many people in high school to begin with. But like, I remember when they met my like uh, my prom date, I was like, oh, this is so weird. Like, I don't want to be doing this. They were super open to it and stuff. But I just like I can see where your anxiety is coming from. But the fact that he is open to meeting your parents, I do think that's a good sign because um, there's some people out there that that are kind of like, you know, fuck people, fuck niggas, fuck boys. You know, no, I, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. The fact that he even talked about meeting your parents is definitely a good thing because mm-hmm. there are people out there who will go years yeah, without and, meeting your parents and then meet them once and then never want to see them again. Yeah, because they're just like... You know, meeting parents are, can be a very big deal. You know what I mean? Because for me, it was very much like, because I didn't really start dating until later in mm-hmm. life. And so um, I kind of liked the sanctity of like my family. So like if I'm going to bring you into my family, like you have to be kind of important to me. Okay, am I you important? Know? Yeah, you're very important to me, JT. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's take a pause from this question. Oh, okay. I want to know, was it stressful for me to meet your parents? I don't remember when was the first time you met them. Um, the first time I met them, I think I came over the house. Um, I, it wasn't your dad's birthday. It was before then. His birthday was in February. Yeah, I feel like it was before then. Okay, I don't. I honestly don't even remember the first time you met them. If it wasn't, I don't remember either. <laughs> I think it was so. I what I did was is so I remember we went to archery. Yeah. One time and I showed my dad the pictures and I showed my mom the pictures. So that was kind of me like prepping them like, hey, there's someone in my life that I want you to know about, you know, before then, because that's kind of how I like prep my parents for someone that I'm dating. I just talk to my sister about them in front of them like, oh, yeah, me and such and such did this or me and such and such did that. You know, and then my mom's like, oh, who's that? Oh, it's just this person, whatever, you know, yeah. and then I'll slowly start showing pictures and then. I'll bring them up in front of, you know, bring you up in front of my parents and then I bring you into the situation. May it be like a family event or something, which, no, I really feel like it was my dad's birthday. Was the was first it time. your dad's birthday? I don't remember because. Well, no, because my dad I feel did like I've met because, him before that. Yes. Like, because I was my, more comfortable then. Before I, my dad's birthday, I took my dad out for breakfast and he did ask about you. Yeah. I feel like I met him before then. But and I we were really. More, I was more comfortable then. Because I knew your dad and I knew your mom. You actually met my grandparents before. I know that for sure. Yeah, I met. Because you kept you were picking me up from there. Because yeah. I was always. Over I met there. your grandma definitely before then. I mm. do remember that. Was it Nana's birthday? 
Because Nana's birthday is in oh, January. It was. Okay. It was your. Yeah, it yeah, was my great grandma's birthday. Yeah, it was over there because we had the, the Mexican food. Yes, yeah, because you met my dad. He walked in the door yeah. and my dad's super tall. You yeah. did it. Yes, that was it. Yeah, because he was sitting down and then I helped him move the stuff out the truck. And <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was it. That was it. And um, I wasn't super nervous just because it was a whole family event. I knew everybody would be distracted with a bunch of different things. So. Side note. I didn't mention this to you earlier, hmm. but when we went to the camping event with your your people, yeah, last week, I felt like I did get closer to your sister. Yeah, like yeah, I, was I like felt like I have really talked to her for like the first time mm-hmm. that weekend, yeah. and you know, sitting next to her, and you were across the way, and like just just mm-hmm. talking with us three and everybody, mm-hmm. I did feel like I I got closer to your sister. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like, I already felt like I was close to your parents, but I feel like I got closer to, your, to Kendall. Yeah. I like that you guys are close. It's for the for the fact that both of you guys are like know-it-alls. And it's just, it's <laughs> too much for me. Like, when we were like driving, trying to find the campground and both of you guys had like very strong Oh, yeah. We wanted to go the turns. opposite way. We wanted oh. to both go the opposite way, but I was right. <laughs> so I, I, let me let you know I was right. And that's what gets on my nerves about both of y'all. Y'all are very much know-it-alls. Like, anytime I have to make a decision in front of y'all, it's just too overwhelming for me. Um, But as for Jordan, let's move him back to the question. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Jordan. (laughs) Um, You said that it's – I want you to know that it's totally normal to, like, feel like – I don't know how my parents are going to react because how they feel about this or because they're super strict. This is my first time doing this. It's totally fine to feel that way. Um, But I do think it's a good sign that he does want to meet your parents. You know what I mean? I'd be a little skeptical if he was like dipping and dodging it because I like I said, meeting the parents can be a very serious thing. And so he clearly likes you and like wants to, you know, consider, you know, truly getting to know you and maybe making this you know something serious yeah i say don't let him meet the parents right away but be happy that he wants to meet the parents and you know let him meet him later on you know whenever you Mm. feel comfortable i would say if he wants to meet him meet them on the first date do that yes i have a friend who like she literally when she goes out on a date with the guy she'll take a picture of his id and send it to his mom because if she comes up missing oh that's okay that's okay that's a different kind of security that's yeah, a different so that's time why i'm like it's okay if they know at least they know that who you're with you know and so yeah i i think it's okay to have him meet them on the first date okay fine so but i mean my whole thing is like i said i didn't start dating until i was like in my mid like really dating until i left the house so i just kind of felt like it was weird to have them meet the family so yeah no, I'm, I'm glad. Because I, I was like, I'm grown. So what the fuck y'all gonna say? So, <laughs> yeah. But I, it sounds like this is like early, like teenage years and stuff Yeah, this like sounds that. like young, young. Yeah. So, um, yeah, when you guys answer, um, send me these questions, please, you know, pronouns, age, so we can get some context, you know? Yeah, yeah, we get some age. Because, yeah, uh, 14 is different than... 24. 24, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely different. Definitely different. Great. So, yeah, those are the questions. If you have any questions that you would like to ask us uh, and want us to answer, you can email us at askjtandceleste at gmail.com. And your question might be read on the air. Yeah, or you can hit us up on Instagram at askjtandceleste. Um, I check that inbox all the time. You can hit Mm -hmm. us up there as too. Side note, um. I don't think we we should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast, 
we're, we're drunk. <laughs> we're, we're buzzing. We're feeling good. We're feeling good right now. This we is are. a drunk podcast. This is this is uh, us just definitely speaking from the heart here. For sure. So um, let's hear a quick message from our sponsors, and then we'll uh, ask questions for each other. Hey, JT. What? You know what I like to put in my mouth? What do you like to put in your mouth, Celeste? Rock hard strawberry candies from my grandma's purse. What? I forgot about those. Oh, yeah. Those tasty treats after church. Mm Mm-hmm. Strawberry candies. They don't just magically appear in a silver dish in your grandma's living room. You can find them at your local dollar store. All right, guys, so this is the end of the podcast. And at this part of the podcast, we ask each other a question that we have out of our relationship book. And this week's question is, if you had to sing a duet with your partner, what song would it be? You want to go ahead and go first, Celeste? Sure. Um, If I had to do a duet with JT, it would be um, Avant and Kiki Wyatt, My First Love. Oh, but really, song. any it's song a that they do together, but we'll just stick with the classics. That's a classic song. <laughs> yeah, they got a few songs together. They got like separated. They got a few songs together. And when they come together, hey. when those two come together, ain't no stopping them. <laughs> ain't no magic. stopping them. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how's that song go? Uh, my first love. <laughs> That's a classic. That's, that's, exactly a, that's definitely a classic song. That's that's a good one, Celeste. Thanks. What was your, what's your question? Or what's your uh, song? Uh, my song would be, I don't think I've ever played this around you. I may have played it a couple of times around you. Really? But it'd be uh, Rick James and Tina Marie, Fire and Desire. Yeah. Whoa, really? <laughs> yes, that's a classic. Turned on my fire, baby. I hope y'all turned down your music for that. I'm so sorry. It's so embarrassing. No. That's a <laughs> that is a good song. song. But I do think about how Rick James like used to intentionally put glitter on her skin to hurt. Oh, you what? didn't hear that yet? No, I never heard that. So my mom used to watch these shows all the time. It was like unsung. And it was about Tina Marie. And she talked about like how on stage like he had that you know how he was like very glittery you yeah. know well i guess those glitters hurt and like if she was fucking up he would like shake them on her skin how like, does I'm, glitter hurt i don't know but she was saying like it like hurt her skin and stuff like that and he would do things like that on stage I, they should have got married they should have got married because they were they were always together no they were um, almost like yvonne and kiki you know, I think we should watch that unsung, and then I feel like you would probably feel differently. But other than that, that is a great song, though. Sorry. Because even years later, like they performed the BBT Awards, like mm-hmm. 2005, I, I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They sounded horrible. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They sounded horrible. But they were there together. But they were there together. Like, I feel like they were like BFFs almost. Uh, we'll hear one side of the story. Yeah, we're gonna watch that later. But no, I do like that song though. That's a classic song. Just the song by itself. Yes. Yeah. That's you know, I realized that I got like a lot of my old school music I listen to just from moms and dad. Yeah. And it's just great music. If you get a chance, go listen to some old school music. I just that's how I I now associate honestly associate you with it now. Because like every time we're in old school music, I always play something classic. I don't you do, you do. Yeah, I always like I don't even listen to the radio anymore. I just Who does? Shit from now, like I just listen to past shit now. It's mm. just so much better. Totally, totally better. 
So yeah, um, what a great episode three. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, please go ahead and follow us on Instagram at AskJT and yes. Celeste. Um, again, you can send us questions through the DM through there or at our email at AskJTandCeleste at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram, like I said earlier, so um, you can keep up with our Instagram lives. We definitely go live so you guys can see the pregame when we're filling up on red wine and, and whiskey <laughs> before we get going. Um, and to um, respond back to what you think about each of the podcasts. So, yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we look forward to um, connecting with you on the internet. Yes, and let's go get naked now. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>